fact that you're here already means you're one step ahead of your competitors who are focusing on body language, uh, public speaking, but are missing the missing piece of impact, which is the quality of their voice when they're speaking to an audience. So congratulations for being here. And now let's dive deep into the series of episodes that we've recorded with Ines Mora, my voice coach. So in the episode number one, we are looking into what is voice coaching, why are people actually seeking her service and why is it so important for everybody, not just singers, to make sure that the voice creates the impact they want to create in the world. The second episode goes into concrete examples of which are the typical mistakes that we do when using our voice and which are the exercises that Ines does with her client. In the third episode, we are looking into the COVID crisis and how the industry has been changing now that all of us are under the lockdown and spending our life on video conferencing calls where our voice is all the more important in creating the impact and reputation we want to have in the world. So don't hesitate to click on the subscribe button and the bell underneath the video so that you are always notified about the future episodes. Leave your comment under the episode so that we see how it's landing, whether you appreciate this content or not, and share it with those friends and colleagues around you who you think could benefit from a more comprehensive and nicer voice. Hi, Ines. Thanks a lot for accepting the invitation to speak to us because uh, you were my Christmas gift of last season. And I'm really grateful for having discovered all the magic that you do because you're a voice coach, uh, which normally people like myself who know nothing about this field would normally associate with people who earn money primarily through singing or public speaking in some ways. And we wouldn't normally see it as a skill that we are supposed to work on as a general public. So in this episode, we will look into what is voice coaching, why it's important, what it's about. And then we will also have another one where we will share a little bit more about more concrete examples and techniques that you do with your clients and which exercises are useful before we start our public speaking gig. So to start with, uh, what's the why? Why should people care about quality of their voice? Because obviously we spend our lives talking, but who is it important for and how does it translate into success of what we're doing? I think for the most of us, we earn money speaking, <laughs> not only leaders and politicians, people that I work more with, but everyone that have to, have to speak in a presentation or a meeting or giving an interview or just recording this podcast. So our voice is really a powerful tool that we have, we carry with us, but we don't know what to do with it. We were never taught how to, how to speak and how to use the voice. It's very intuitive. So it's like something that we take for granted, but we never thought that we can train it or we can do something about it. So uh, why do we prepare the content and don't think about the way that we are going to deliver? And I think that's why vocal coaching exists. And also because personally, when I see someone very competent and smart and really does a good work, but when he or she has to present uh, their ideas, like the voice doesn't match with the, the competence and the, the confidence yes. that the person has. Yeah. And it almost, to me, it's almost like the next hidden mystery of the personal development space because we are so obsessed with working on our communication skills and presentation and how we negotiate and how we build our storytelling experience and obviously studying foreign languages, etc. But the voice is the channel for delivering the message. And so, frankly, I haven't met anybody who would have worked on their voice before. So maybe it's the skill of the future which people will 
accept as just another competence to work on. Yeah, and I think it's the detail that defines success in some level. You know, when you have everything, you have your storytelling, you have your content, you have your message, you have everything, your PowerPoint. But then if you like something, if you don't do, for example, strategic pauses, if you don't underline the message that you want to give to your, to your audience, or if your words are not clear, then you are running out of air or you your voice shakes a little bit or and that removes um your competence you know the way the what the other perceives you yes and, and it's almost why. it sometimes is the mystery why when something doesn't feel right when you're watching somebody and it's almost like an identity question where you're observing something somebody speaking and there's parts of the vibe that you're getting is not really so pleasant uh it's hard to identify and so it's really interesting to find yeah. professionals like you who can yeah work around the voice identity with people yeah, with the voice, we can have a lot of unconscious clues, you know, about the other person, like how educated it is, from where is he or she is from, um, what is the profession, what is the competence, the experience, how, how old it is, it's a male or a female, you know, we have a lot of things just in a couple of seconds hanging on the phone, like, you know, a lot of the other person, or you make and create an image of the other person, and then when you meet a person in a face-to-face, and when it doesn't match, for example, it's really strange because you create like this image and then the voice, it's not the same as the visual or you know, even the message that is conveyed. Exactly, as a powerful tool in passing on what we want to communicate and create in the world, I guess. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about what it is because obviously the first reflex would be teaching people to sing and change uh, the high-pitched voice into a normal-pitched voice, but that's obviously just the tip of the iceberg. So tell us a little bit more of what vocal coaching entails so i think vocal coaching is a discovery it's a process of self-awareness it's about finding our internal resources and even our authenticity so we have so much more power and potential in our voices and vocal coaching really does is really try to uncover that potential and align with our personal style and our communication goals so which is very Sorry, which is very important. Uh, and it was an important discovery for me when we started working together because I thought that there would be some kind of predefined ideal voice that people want to achieve upon the advice of experts. But you, what you've told me is that actually there's no such thing and there is my ideal voice that I want to arrive at and together we will define, right? Yeah, it's a co-creation. That's why vocal coaching is a process that it's not like taking a pill and this is your perfect voice and you have exactly. just this, like this and this exercise is it's yes. so much more than that and it's mm-hmm. so that's why i think for me it's so interesting because you find a lot of things about yourself through your voice the way you use your voice tells a lot about the way you deal with your emotions with the others and how do you even your internal dialogue and what you say to yourself and your self-confidence this so is very interesting give us a couple of examples so we all have like our confidence and our voice i, I don't know anyone that really likes their voices you know people really are ashamed or they don't like it to hear on a recording so we are very critical about this part of our life and that's why when you find more about it and you discover more about it Mm -hmm. uh, not only you can really fall in love for other parts of yourself but also use it in a very different way and much more intentional and powerful we can really go the voice is like for me like an excuse 
to find more about yourself and to become a better, a better communicator. But you can so go just the voice or through the coaching. So that's why it combines both. Which is why you call yourselves voice coaches, right? And so how does the process of identifying it work? Actually, how do you arrive at that awareness of where are you, to which degree is your voice a reflection of your inner talk, as you're saying, which I find is borderline very interesting, almost therapeutical exercise. And from there, from that awareness, um, moving to the space of who do you want to become with your new voice? All the vocal coaching sessions begin with the point A is where you are now, who you are now, and the point B is where you want to go and what you want to reach and the voice that you want to create. So this is a process to go from the present to the future. And in the middle of this, we have a process of self discovery you you are dealing with sometimes physical issues of your you know vocal setup your breathing your you know the way you put your tongue really specific things but other things are much more general you know the way you feel why do you feel that your voice doesn't deserve to be heard for example and why do you think that you don't deserve the other's attention and it's really much more deeper and profound than just a muscle or your lips or your larynx and that's why this process of going to the point a to b can be really short like two sessions or two weeks or even one day or it can be one year or your life do people have or your clients do they have resistance to having this kind of conversation because i can imagine that if you're working with a ceo who needs to improve his public speaking skills this is not really the obvious kind of theme that he is ready to go into and start discussing with you why what he thinks that he doesn't deserve to be heard right yeah but that's why it's a very open and honest conversation and it's really a space that I try to create to bring these emotions and thoughts that we don't think about it or sometimes the CEO or other leaders that I work they don't even speak about this with their wives or with their close people and that's why it's a intimate process of allow yourself to discover these things and why do you sweat speaking in public because sometimes you just have something stuck in your history and because someone told you that you were not good enough maybe your sister your teacher from the when you were 10 years old someone define how good you are and then you have this belief that you cannot go any further than this and it's not true that's why of course sometimes this conversation it never appears or sometimes it's in, in the first session or in the second or third you know it depends and so after you will have passed through this first self-discovery and definition phase talk us through how does the process of actually fixing and redefining the voice work because it's not really only about breathing uh, and the high pitch or whatever as many of us might think but there's so much more to it yeah it's so diverse it really depends on the people I never uh, have two um, process that were equal they it really it really depends and yeah uh, for example we, we can we can have a very like complex situation like I remember um, a client that I have which she was a transgender so she was a male and then she became a female and this is a very extreme example and so she had a new gender but the voice was stuck in the male gender. So you were working on transforming the male voice into a female one. Exactly. And wow. after like three, four sessions, people around her still started to notice the difference. Like people on the phone, they were identifying her as a woman that never happened before. Or even her mother started to notice the difference. So this is a very extreme case. And it was, it's possible to change from like a male voice to a female voice. Mm -hmm. So imagine when you just want to project 
direct, more the voice or having more expressiveness or... What are typically the requirements that the client come with? Um, How are they able to define what kind of voice they want to have? I guess it's more in the type of impression they want to create and then it's for you to figure it out how that image translates into the parameters of the voice obviously because we cannot speak in the language of how do you describe voice right i think the first thing is create desired image so i i used to start asking how how do you define success for you so what could be happen in the future that looking back that made you think okay this this works and uh I'm now happy with the voice that I that I have. Mm-hmm. So we create future image that we want to, to create. And then, of course, I have to make a lot of questions to know where the voice goes. And, of course, I bring to the session uh, some exercises and techniques and experience to, in step by step, you go and discover kind of new voice. Because when I'm a speech and language therapist and I, I started my career treating voice problems, and in this case, you have a disease or you have something that it's not working and you just want to go back. You just want to go to your normal voice. But this is not what happens in the vocal coaching because you don't have yet the voice that you you want. So you have to discover it. Yes. That's why. It's- so excellent. So this is, I guess, it was the perfect framing of what vocal coaching is about. And now uh, we can terminate our conversation. And in the next episode, we will look into more concrete examples of how you work with the clients like myself. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. For follow-up, you can find us on all major podcast platforms and all social media platforms, including our Instagram, Lights on Europe. So feel free to go there now and leave us your review, likes, feedback, as well as tips on who would you like to hear interviewed next time. Bye!